welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist specializing in gut health. I'm here to share my down-to-earth, no BS approach to nutrition and health to help you get to the root cause of your symptoms. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Let's get into it. Hello, welcome back to another episode of High Vibe and Healthy. Today we're chatting about four key things to avoid in order to balance your gut microbiome. Now, what do I mean when I say balance your microbiome? Your gut microbiome is the trillions of cells inside your gut. These cells influence your immune system, your energy levels, hormonal balance, Whether or not you have mental health conditions like anxiety or depression or how severe they are, they can really make or break our health, which is why the gut is so bloody important. When our gut microbiome becomes imbalanced, this is known as dysbiosis. And there are different types of dysbiosis. So we could have a loss of beneficial bacteria overall. We could have overgrowth of potentially pathogenic or harmful bacteria or a loss of overall diversity of bacteria. And from looking at lots and lots of GI map results over the years, I can say that one or a combination of these different forms of dysbiosis is so incredibly common, especially in people experiencing digestive symptoms. So in this episode, we're going to get into some of the main things you're going to want to avoid in order to support the health of your gut microbiome. So let's get into those key factors to avoid to support the balance of your gut microbiome. Number one is excess alcohol intake. There are a few different ways that excess alcohol intake can mess with our gut microbiome. First up, it can decrease beneficial bacteria like bifidobacterium and lactobacillus. And it can also increase harmful bacteria. This imbalance can disrupt the normal functioning of the gut. Alcohol can also increase gut permeability and cause leaky gut. And when the gut becomes leaky, it allows toxins, bacteria, and other harmful substances to pass through the gut lining and enter the bloodstream, which can lead to inflammation and nonspecific symptoms like fatigue, brain fog, and skin issues. Alcohol can also reduce the production of stomach acid which makes it harder to digest protein and also allows pathogens like parasites or SIBO to take up residency in the gut. And it can promote inflammation in the gut and impact the absorption of important nutrients. And another big one to be aware of is that when you've had too much to drink or you're hungover, it's likely that you're not going to be making the best food choices. Now, when I talk about excess alcohol intake, I'm not talking about a drink or two a week. Although small amounts of alcohol for some people may still disrupt their gut microbiome. I'm talking here about excess alcohol intake. So that's typically going to look like 10 standard drinks a week or more, or more than four standard drinks on any one day. So I just encourage you to check in here, check in with your alcohol intake and consider whether you maybe need to make some shifts there. The second thing to avoid to balance your gut microbiome is unnecessary use of antibiotics. So I'm not saying get rid of antibiotics altogether. In many cases, antibiotics are completely necessary. 
So I'm not talking about those instances. I'm really talking about the cases where they're just unnecessary or they're being overused. It's estimated that around a third of antibiotic use is either unnecessary or completely inappropriate. For example, they're taking antibiotics for a viral infection, like a cold or a flu, when antibiotics actually only treat infections caused by bacteria, not viral infections. The way that antibiotics work is they target both the bad bacteria and the good bacteria, which means they can reduce the diversity of bacteria in the gut and also cause resistance to antibiotics. So what can you actually do here? First up, speak with your doctor and make sure you're only using antibiotics when they're actually necessary and when they're going to be effective. And if you find you're constantly getting struck down by bacterial viral infections and and that kind of thing, then you might like to look towards supporting your immune system so that you're not constantly needing to turn to antibiotics. For years, I've been using GI map testing to help my clients get to the root cause of their digestive symptoms. This test reveals what's going on in your gut and driving your symptoms from pathogens like parasites and candida to digestive dysfunction and leaky gut. I've just hit publish on a brand new free GI map gut testing guide explaining everything about the test, who it's for, how it works, and specifics on what the test looks at, and a sneak peek into a sample report. It's all in there. If you're curious about the GI map test and whether it might be the next step in your journey to overcoming your gut issues, this is the best place to get started. Head to the link in the show notes or my Instagram bio to download your free copy. The third thing to avoid to balance your gut microbiome is highly processed foods and sugar. Excess sugar intake can drive dysbiosis, which means less diversity and abundance of beneficial bacteria. And sugar can also feed harmful bacteria and yeast like candida. A high sugar diet has been linked to increased gut permeability or leaky gut, which again, same thing as I mentioned before, it allows harmful substances to pass through the gut lining and into the bloodstream. Now, you don't have to completely steer clear of sugar. If you have a lot of dysbiosis or candida in your gut, you may need to significantly reduce your intake. But for most of us, we can get away with having some sugar in our diets. But ideally, we want most of the sugar we consume to come from things like fruit, which also has fiber and antioxidants or coconut water, which is packed with electrolytes. If you're a bit of a sugar addict, I would suggest focusing first on making sure that you're having regular meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner with a minimum of 25 grams of protein per meal. That is the first step and the first priority. And that's where I think a lot of people get tripped up. And once you've done that, you can have a look at the sugary things you're consuming and maybe swap some of your regular treats for lower sugar options. Like maybe you swap out a milk chocolate for a quality dark chocolate. If you have trouble moderating, you could also just get out a few squares of chocolate, put them in a bowl or on a plate with some berries or a piece of fruit. So you have just the amount that's going to make you feel good and you don't overdo it. If you want to have something like ice cream, maybe go out for ice cream on the weekend with a friend or a family member instead of keeping it in the house so it tempts you every night. I think it's important that we enjoy these things without feeling too deprived. So it's a really good idea to find a way that's going to work for you 
so that you're not overdoing it. You're not having these impacts on your gut microbiome day in and day out. The fourth and final thing to avoid to balance your gut microbiome is stress. Some level of stress is good. It's a natural physiological response that helps us cope with challenging situations. And in the right amounts, it can actually help our bodies grow stronger. However, I know a lot of us deal with chronic stress. And when stress becomes chronic or excessive, it can have a massive impact on our gut health. Stress basically shuts down digestion. We produce less digestive juices to break down our food, and that can trigger digestive symptoms like bloating, belly pain, and gas. And over time, this chronic stress alters the gut microbiome. It can promote the growth of harmful bacteria and impact the diversity of bacteria in the gut microbiome. Stress can also contribute to chronic inflammation in the gut. And that chronic inflammation is associated with things like IBS, IBD, and other digestive disorders. It also weakens the immune system, which makes the gut more susceptible to infections and inflammation. The causes of our stress is going to look very different for each of us. But I really encourage you to just take a look at stress in your life and see where you might be able to make some changes. It might be that your job is super stressful. Maybe it's time for a change. Or you might be able to delegate some tasks at work or some tasks at home to your partner or a family member or find a therapist to help you navigate stress. Lifestyle tools like movement, sleep and stress management practices like EFT tapping and meditation can be super helpful here too. So before we wrap up today's episode, let's recap the four key factors to avoid for a balanced gut microbiome. Number one, excess alcohol consumption. Number two, antibiotic overuse and misuse. Number three, highly processed foods and sugar. And number four, chronic stress. As I said, the goal here isn't to be perfect, but it is to look at the things we're doing and where we can do that little bit better. So massive props to you for listening to this episode. That is an awesome first step. And the next step is to put what you've learned into action. You don't have to do it all at once. In fact, it's actually a lot more effective to make slow, gradual changes. So what's one change that you could make today to support the health of your gut microbiome? It might be just checking in on your alcohol intake, checking in on the sugar content in your chocolate and finding a lower sugar option, or adding in a nature walk to your daily routine to help you manage stress. Just have a little think about that, make a choice and put something into action. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and found it helpful, share it with someone who needs to hear it. Catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want my help to get to the root cause of your symptoms, head to my website, frandargaville.com to learn more about my programs. If you want to connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me at Fran Dargaville and you can find all of those links in the show notes. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.